This contest is the special Iron Man match for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. So then he shouts something racist and slightly sexist. Oh, and then he goes, what are you dudes going to do? And rips his shirt off. Yeah. And and then we just all felt really uncomfortable. I mean, it's the last time I'm going to a dinner party at Brutus the Barber Beefcakes, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, hello. Welcome to oh, the Iron Man Show. Oh. I am the real deal Simon Breyer. And joining me are... Fallen Angel. And... I'm Old Man Joey. And yes, this is your weekly dose of wrestling something or other. We need a, a phrase or something for the, the episode. Well, what it is, is it's it's the UK wrestling fans survival guide to wrestling. That's what it is. That'll do. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll use that. Words. Joey, put down that Eva Marie catalogue. It's not going to, you know... It, it's, it's so enticing now. I can't <laughs> help it. I know. Wow, that's one word for it. Hmm. Okay, shall I ring the bell? Oh, probably it was. We're talking about Eva Marie forever. Mm. And there we go. So uh, the match has begun. 60 Dude. minutes. Let's go. So what are we covering today? Uh, we have some news to kick us off. So uh, let's, let's just go into that. We're just going to go into that then. Okay. So you had something about um, The Undertaker. Yeah, The Undertaker. Um, everyone in the UK, we nearly fell for this. Actually, We were like, The Undertaker's going to be in uh, the local wrestling uh tour of the UK. Oh, is this one of the cards subject to change? Yes, yeah. Yes. Um, but obviously The Undertaker was then pulled from um, from the, the card. I believe they replaced him with Triple H and Shane McMahon, but, but The Undertaker obviously is a big, big draw. It must have been a disappointment for many fans. Um, so the rumour mill went after WrestleMania, and um, it looked like uh, The Undertaker was injured. Everyone, thought, everyone presumed, and then yeah. maybe he's retired. I don't know. It actually turns out... <coughs> sorry, a bit of a cough there. You, actually, are, you are dying tonight, so yeah. It actually yeah. turns out that The Undertaker didn't come to Europe because he's worried of a terrorist attack after the events in Paris and Brussels. Right. Um, so the dead man is scared of the terrorists. Um, anything to add to that? <laughs> That's mildly disappointing, if I'm quite honest. Yeah. Completely colours him in a different... It's like, everyone knows we're all like looking out of our windows just checking for terrorists here mm, in Europe all the time. Always. You know, I mean, that it, is, isn't that Texas where that happens? <laughs> but it, it's one of those things, it doesn't really add the uh, the sort of badass image of The Undertaker, no, really, does it? It doesn't it's, do him any good, does it? No. Um, um, actually, <laughs> stuff you, all you fans, I am going to not come over due to terrorism. There you go. <laughs> wow. Right. That's that. that. Okay, so, so that's cut us in our place. Yeah. Um, so, uh, oh, I've got another of, bit of news. I've got, got another oh. bit of news. Yep. Have you heard about the Total Divas? And the fact that Total Divas, I have there is this. a spin, you're going to be excited about this. There is a spin-off. To Total Divas. Can you guess can what you it guess, is? Can you guess what it is? I, I could probably take a while to stop it. Total Bellas! Oh. You get to see <laughs> the Bella household with the scene ancient and the goat. And Can't see me. <laughs> what, what, I get about, what I get about this is what are they going to be doing? Three out of the four have retired and one of them 
He's injured. So maybe that's the, the oh, point of it. It's oh the, no! Uh, oh no. dear, we're well, all injured. That's two of good. them. Um, whichever Bella going out with Daniel Bryan said that she was retiring to have children. Do you think that's what it's going to be? Is it going to be X-rated? Uh, on E, uh, probably not. No, throwing goats into the mix as well. I'm pretty sure that won't ever be recorded. I think John Laurinaitis might be in it as well. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> oh the good news just keeps on oh, coming. No. Yeah, there we oh, go. Next bit of news. Uh, Is there any more? I don't I've know. not got any more. But uh, some old man, NXT news. Yes, old man Jerry, you did have some uh, NXT news that uh, you wanted to refer back to. Uh, yes, apparently the next uh, bunch of tapings, uh, Eric Young makes his uh, NXT debut. And it, and, 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 Eric Young from NXT, from uh, Impact Wrestling. Indeed, yes. Yeah, one how much Impact Wrestling have you watched? You know much about uh, I watched half an episode in January and... No, I mean like from oh, a few just years generally. ago. Just generally. Never. Mm. What, what, what did you make of Eric Young from his <laughs> Why? Why would I do that to myself? He's, yeah, it's very confusing. Yeah, I've, 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 I'm never sure about Eric Young because um, they made him the champion all sorts, didn't they? But it was like... Well, at one point, I think it was just the reaction to Daniel Bryan being the champion. Oh, yes, because he was crazy, big and bearded. Well, we'll see how it goes. I think everyone's waiting for Bobby Roode, um, but Eric Young's appeared, so there we go. But, you know... We'll see how he does. Yeah? See how he does. Could be interesting. So, yeah, that... Any any more news? I, I've got nothing. Nothing's, so uh, nothing. Okay, let's move on to the next. Died, thank God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, don't yeah. Oh, don't don't tempt done? fate. Okay. Going. So I'm going to give you an option now because we've got a few different yeah. uh, notes here. So we've got the main event jobber, the King of the Ring Part Two announcer section, botched the Broadway, and the the challenge that old man Jerry yeah I think to. I think let's go for uh, botched the Broadway I think the Royal okay. Rumble 2003 uh, review yes, um, so which... we all watched that um, yeah I don't know why that popped into my head as the one to watch really but um, I think mainly because I got my Royal Rumbles a bit mixed up if I'm mm. honest um, but I think it was still quite an interesting one yeah it was it was quite uh, quite an interesting show I couldn't remember if it was because it's back when I was still watching it at that point, and I honestly can't remember a thing about it having watched it again. Well, it was before but, WrestleMania 19, wasn't yeah, it? So that was which I've got on DVD, yeah, and that uh, was a very good WrestleMania, yeah. yeah. Um, I did have to go and double check my uh, my DVD collection because I was like, I'm sure I've got that, and I've got Royal Rumble 04, right? Okay, but not yeah. 03. I'm like, well, why, what. Why have I got 04 randomly on its own? <laughs> well, I don't know. Yep. Anyway, but so there we go. So, uh, Royal Rumble 2003. So, this show opened with Brock Lesnar. Sorry, here comes the pain. Well, uh, versus the, pain. the Big Show. Versus the Big Show. Um, um, and as soon as Taz said that, I just went, oh, no. Yeah. Did you did you not feel that um, in this match it was just like um, just another another like quick um, squash of the big show another point of destroying his career completely yeah, yeah, and his, definitely, yeah. anything he had going left with him um, and also wasn't was it really should was that the start of Suplex City because didn't he just suplex the big well, yeah, show that, that's what I thought I mean I'm 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 watching the match and apart from the fact that Brock Lesnar is scarily young in in that mm. match and the big show looks like the big show but with slightly more hair yeah um, it it was just a 2016 or 2015-16 era Brock Lesnar match, mm. but in 2003. 
Yeah. Uh, so then we had all the bouncing around. Was, the, the difference was that Brock Lesnar didn't have Paul Heyman in his corner. He was on the other side uh, of the fence. Yes, he was. He was in the which, Yeah, which was a very interesting uh, about face, you know, yeah. a decade apart, but even so. And uh, Paul Heyman was very much similar to what he is these days. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, 110% less ponytail these days. Yes, that is true. That is very true. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know what else there is to say about that um, Two turnbuckles. Oh, yeah. it was an all right start. The main reason yeah, it was better yeah. because it didn't go on too long. Uh, it was just the uh, thought of Brock Lesnar and Big Show never excited me once. No, <laughs> no I never. Well, oh, that sounds like a good pay per view match. Did you watch the recent network? Uh, well, I say recent. Yeah, the, the, the uh, Madison New York Square. City one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really... that was a waste of time. Well, Comparatively speaking, this 2003 match had more going for it than, than that the, one did. Well, that they one. didn't build that one up, did it? It was no. like literally they needed two names to throw yeah. together, and it was a bit of an odd, an odd situation mm. that whole thing was. I think so, but I think. But I mean, in this case, I mean, the, the whole purpose of the match was that they were facing off against each other because the winner would get into the into Royal Rumble, Rumble match. Yeah. So that was interesting. Whereas I could find um, quite a lot of people that the Big Show would have been a better person to put the Royal Rumble match was in there. Yeah. Um, so, uh, next Any match... thoughts on that one, Joey? No, not really. I mean, it was it was pretty much what I expected it to be. Mm. There wasn't much. <laughs> no, there, there was just enough. Um, I had a, a note from watching it that the, the Raw announcer table being in the WCW spot was ridiculous. Yeah, they did that for a while. They tried yeah. it out for a while when Eric Bischoff uh, took on... Uh, his Raw General Manager. Raw General Manager, yeah. I think, to try and make it a bit more WCW-esque. But yeah. WWE used to do that years and years and years oh, yeah, ago, yeah. didn't they? But it's just what... Put the announcers so far back, I can't really see what's going yeah. on. I know at the time JR had a few comments about it. And yeah, uh, yeah it, it just doesn't make any sense. It looks good on TV. Well, the announcer but... went through quite a lot of like shuffling in those times. I remember at times there was like a bit of a feud where Coach and Al Snow took over the announcing for a Raw for a, a week or so. Yeah. And then um, I think they were trying to sort of almost replace the old with something new. Um, but the problem is the oldest JR and King when he was still reasonably good at commentating yeah. and it was it wasn't gonna happen, was it? No. So cool. Uh next match on the card, Dudley's against uh Lance Storm and William Regal. Was he William Regal at this point? I've, I've forgotten. No. Yes, yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, Stephen Regal was the massive, real man's man. Not a nasty match quite entertaining. I, yeah. I, I, the Dudley Boys pretty good at that time. I think at that point really the Dudley Boys um had, had had done pretty much everything they were going to do in the WWE at that time. Yeah, they were yeah. almost on the well, a year or so later on their way out, I think, a couple of years mm. later. And they did just become a bit stale for a while. Yeah. And yeah. the tag team division was, you know, William Regal, I, I like William Regal. Mm. Lance Storm, I quite like Lance Storm in some respects, but the, as far as tag team wrestling goes, that mm, was yeah. a stale time for tag yeah, team yeah. wrestling, just a wasn't bit. it? Oh. I mean, the, uh, the whole uh, thing with that match, the because the, the tag uh, belts were on, on the line and it was the era of William Regal and the um, the knuckle duster mm. and that was used to uh, great effect in the match and the the way that both Regal and Storm sold the finish sort of made the match for me it was just um, you know smacked in the face with the uh, the brass knucks gone you know, done. just yeah. the way he sold it on the floor done end of yeah and uh, I, I, but again I wouldn't rate it any more than two turnbuckles no I don't think so I wouldn't definitely. go any higher than that sounds about right well, even though it was 
considerably more enjoyable than the match uh, that preceded it. This is true. Oh, this is true, yeah. yeah. Um, um, next match. Well, the, the next note I've got, because the, there was a couple of promo videos yes. in, in the show. So, Nathan Jones, what happened to him? Yeah, Nathan Jones. I mean, he came in, um, I believe I remember correctly, he came in, he looked like they were going to feud with him and the Undertaker all the way to WrestleMania. Then mm. he became the Undertaker's tag team partner. Then they realised he actually wasn't a very good wrestler. Yeah. Um, so it was the Undertaker versus A-Train and the big show at WrestleMania <laughs> 19. Undertaker beat them with the help of Nathan Jones in the end. I think he kicked one of them. Yeah. I believe they went on tour then to Australia. He realised he was homesick and he never came home. Mm. I'm sure that's the story about what happened to him. That's a brilliant yeah. story. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. That big, terrifying ex-convict. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I always thought of him as the modern day nails. Yeah, he did. I think that's yeah. what they were going to yeah. do with him. I mean, yeah. Just pff, waste of time. Um, so, the next match. Mm, this is which, an one. What a storyline, <laughs> eh? <laughs> which. Oh, the, the my, my notes. My, my, the only note I made for this match was. Pa. Pa. Dawn Marie mm. versus Tori Wilson. Stepmother versus stepdaughter. Um, oh dear grud above the only thing I've wrote about well there's there's two things I, I, I think which you can't ignore in this um, one is Tori Wilson's dad's pants um, yeah. <laughs> 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 and the other one is how much I disliked Eva Marie hmm. um, what I did think and I don't know this might be a statement which you do I don't agree with I, I still think to this day Tori Wilson is probably the prettiest diva they ever had there you go, and you know that's interesting. I honestly do. Um, I honestly think the most. Un- let me have a th- just let, looks. Let me go through my. Let that's me go it. through my mental philodex and. Yes, philodex. <laughs> that's what it's called. Yes. Uh, yes, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I can't I mean, think of any. I mean, yeah, just just like you know, just nice girl next door, sort of like. I mean, <laughs> we wish, <Yeah. laughs> but it was like, yeah, yeah. Um, I so, can't yeah. remember who won that match. Is it Eva Marie? Uh, uh, no, Dawn Marie. Dawn Marie. Oh, sorry. It's not Eva Marie. You've got, on the brain. You've got Eva Marie. Oh. Dawn Marie. Uh, the, the, it's Joey show point. me the calendar. <laughs> sorry, I've got issues. Yeah, Tori Wilson uh, won that match, but mm. there was a couple of uh, bits that, that well, the, there's one bit in particular that made me laugh on commentary when uh, just before the match started, Taz said, oh, Dawn Marie, she's a woman in her 30s. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she was, but he was sort of implying that she was in her early 30s. Mm. No. No, no, she was in Or, the, or late uh, 20s, yeah, something yeah. like that. It was like, no. So, uh, yeah, let's move on. Then we next, go to the, next, the title match. No, 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 oh, not, no. Quite, not quite. There is another promo from Sean O'Hare. Whatever happened to him? <laughs> there yes. And that promo was very odd, wasn't yeah. it? It was like... I've just, I've just put odd promo yeah. and left it at that. Sean but... O'Hare, he died, didn't he? I think he... Yeah, he, I think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's obviously what happened to him, but, you know, I mean... No, but I mean, career-wise, yeah, career-wise, yeah. I think, didn't he come back? Now, I think I've got it. He came back shortly, sometime around WrestleMania, and he ended up working with Roddy Piper, who returned at WrestleMania 19. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was Roddy Piper's protege for a bit, and then they got rid of Roddy Piper, yeah, which is a smart move. Because he slagged them off on yeah. the uh, Oh, it's a hard life being a WWE legend. I think, yeah. if I remember, after that, Sean O'Hare quit the business and became a hairdresser. That wouldn't surprise me, based on his hair in that promo. It You're was always very... going on about hair, are you? Yeah. 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 I was thinking about AJ Styles' hair when I was watching Raw. You know, <laughs> it just it gets in into your head. Yeah. It's just you know. Um, so yeah, next up we. Oh no! This is oh, the match dear. of matches, isn't it? Is now true. I want to I want to talk. You've gone. Just introduce it. I'll talk you through how I. This is the world this. heavyweight 
Championship match, Triple H against Scott Steiner. Okay. Big Popper Pump. Now, bearing in mind, this was the in-ring debut of Big Popper Pump. So he <laughs> debuted in, in person at the Survivor Series, but he hadn't had a match until this point. Mm. They'd been, believe it or not, they'd been fighting over whether Big Popper Pump should go to Raw or to SmackDown. So it was uh, <laughs> Neither. Eric, Eric Bischoff and Stephanie McMahon pulling him either way. Quite then, literally, if you believe some of the storylines. <laughs> yeah, and one of the storylines he slept with Stephanie McMahon. Um, and what then happened was that obviously uh, he Triple H just in the ring going, I've beaten everyone on the business and all this. And then he came out and probably cut a completely irrational promo. Mm. Scott Simon. Um, but what I think got happened here, and I think I even remember getting caught up in the height of this, is everyone got hyped up on the fact that the Scott Steiner sort of looked pretty cool. Yeah. You know, with his, his I, hair, his, his, yeah. his metal chain. He, looked, he definitely yeah. looked the part. Yeah. Um, and he, he came out, and if you listen to the match really carefully, you, and you have to listen quite carefully because they come out and they're hollering him because they hear mm. him, you know, holler, if you hear me. Um, so they're hollering him. But after about 10 minutes of the match, when they realise he can do a belly-to-back suplex and and slap someone and how he's wrestling in slow motion, it turns (laughs) into booze. And and, it really does turn into booze. And by the end of it, it's just like the crowd are that annoyed by Scott Steiner that it's just just painful. It gets worse and worse. worse. What What I can't quite understand... Is how someone watching that match then thought, hmm, we'll repeat that match as the main event for uh, the next pay per view, which is what they did. So, well, um, what do you think? Well, when I was watching the match and uh, it felt like Hunter was carrying it after mm. like two and a half minutes, if that. You know, Steiner did did his belly to uh, belly to belly suplex. He chopped Triple H in the corner. There was yeah. Ric Flair style moves. He looked moves. tired by the time he was chopping <laughs> yeah. him in the corner, didn't he? I mean, bearing in mind the the man is like eighty seven point five percent muscle, or something, yeah. you know, and and then you know one percent brain throbbing muscle. That's, <laughs> that's horrible. That's dude. one word for him. Yeah, a big yeah. vein down yeah. the side. I mean, you know, just just looking at him, you think, okay, well, maybe I think Joey's dying. No, you've killed him. You've killed him. I wish you were drinking me. But you know, he he, as you say, he looks the part, but he just, oh, he just does not have any, any anything. Any, but what, what happens to the man who in who like the Frankenstein era ten years earlier yeah. was doing Frankenstein's and stuff, and all of a sudden he's gone to well, I know what happened. It's called steroids. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but. But yeah, it, it's just it, it boggles my mind that not only did uh, they think that it was a good idea to bring him in, but that he could go straight into the world title. Well, I, I think someone I don't know. I think that's half clever booking. God knows how much he got paid to come in. Um, I would hope not too much. Was it that they thought actually? Let's face it, he's a bit crap. Let's let's give him the title match and a second title match. Mm. Um, and get some money out of him before the crowd realised. Because that Royal Rumble, as I said, the crowd were pumped when he came down that ring. Yeah. They, were they, like, were yes. they big popper pumped? Yeah. They were popper popper pumped. Big popper popper <laughs> were pumped. They, were they slowly deflated? And then it deflated like yeah. his muscles are. Um, but he's... Um, like a sad boy. What I don't get is he's still wrestling, I believe, in places. Um, there was something in Manchester in the How? UK. How? Um, the How is he wrestling? You go not big popper pump and go for a, an audience with Scott Steiner. No. Could you imagine that? It'd just be still at the front shouting at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> the hammer! 
Yes, I can hear you. I'm, oh, yeah. I wish you. I wish you'd have gone. I could have said, um, "Can you explain to us uh, how dreadful that match was that you had against Triple H?" My but my favourite Scott Steiner moment in his return to WWE is um, I'm not quite sure what the pay per view was. I'll try and have a think what it was. It was him versus Test. I know what you're going to say. And uh, yeah. Scott Steiner stood in the ring. <laughs> it's something to do with uh, Stacey Keeper as well. One of them's in love with Stacey Keeper. Right? Yeah, yeah, something um, ridiculous. And Scott, I think it was the summer of the follow this year, so he didn't last there that long. I think he got injured as unexpectedly mm. um, and then went off. Um, but Scott Steiner comes down in the ring first to no ovation, complete booze. I don't know if he's supposed to be a face or anything. I think he's supposed to be a face at this point. The idea is that he's supposed to be trying to woo Stacey Keeper. Yeah, that's likely to Right. Um, and then Test comes to the ring, stands outside, mouthing off at him like on the entranceway. Scott Steiner goes through the ropes, goes to jump at him, but just literally falls forward, <laughs> lands on the floor in front of him, right. and then has to stand up and just start fighting him. And the crowd are just like, "What?" Um, <laughs> is that is that a bit like um, the the WCW thing with the? Um... Uh, oh, I can't remember the it was the tugboat formerly tugboat yes a bit like and the Shockmaster he, Shockmaster this when his debut and he, and he fell yeah. through the door frame a bit like that was it yeah so so there you go so that was that so then we yeah. go on to the oh um, and Crimson Mask in that match as well yes there was a bit of Triple H Crimson Mask yes which, yeah. which actually was probably the best bit of the match because <laughs> it meant I don't have to watch the, the wrestling the match was pretty flat Woo! That was the best bit of the match, definitely. Uh, um, how many turnbuckles? I mean, oh, we didn't we didn't do tu- uh, we didn't do uh, turnbuckles for Dawn Marie. That that's definitely a one. I don't even think that class has won the Dawn yeah, Marie one. No. A one. I'd that, say that, that, Dawn Marie versus Tori Wilson was not even in the the venue. Didn't get to the ring. Yeah, you were locked outside. That's how many how long it the was turnbuckles in the Al Wilson's uh, <laughs> <laughs> hotel room. Uh, okay, Triple H, Scott Steiner. How many turnbuckles? One. One. Yep. Couldn't, couldn't, just, just, it just, it just didn't. It just didn't. Now, uh, the next match on the card, which, um, quite rightfully in, in hindsight, the <laughs> yeah. WWE are not, um, putting, uh, the, the landmarks or the, uh, the, um, the, the chapter points on the, the pay per views, uh, the historic pay per views for Chris Benoit versus yeah, Chris Angle. Versus Chris Angle, Angle is it? Oh dear. Kurt Angle. Yeah, um, I what did you think of that match? Um, I quite liked yeah, it. Yeah, really <laughs> it was, decent. After yeah. what we just watched, yeah, it was a. And um, I remember at the time, I, I wasn't a big uh, Chris Benoit fan at the time. I sort of became a bit more of a fan before, a bit later. Um, you know, Sadly, later. WrestleMania. Yeah. Sort of. Well, I don't even know. I sort of liked him right to, you know, about WrestleMania twenty one ish around there. Yeah, that's, um, that's about right. But this match, I I remember thinking at the time. You know, that was amazing. You know, they got mm. like an ovation in the end, didn't they? I mean, <laughs> like, probably thank you after that crap yeah, we just yeah. watched with Scott Steiner. I mean, it's um, despite the historical context mm. of it and knowing sort yeah. of what happened with well, Benoit, no question. Well, um, it, it was an incredible match. I mean, the, the run of false finishes at the end of the match as well, the, the yeah. back and forth of it, it was like any, you know, either of them could win this. It was. So uh, so fast paced and and technical wrestling ability the the quality of it was phenomenal I, yeah. I suppose I, I can't really no it. brilliant match brilliant what did you say yeah it was it was definitely a palate cleanser from the garden <laughs> <Yeah>. match before. <laughs> 
I mean, I would almost go as far as to say and say that is a runner for a Hall of Fame match, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah, that's um, interesting. Because, so, the first Hall of Fame match we had was... Um, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. At NXT TakeOver Dallas. Yep. Um, but I think this one is. I mean, it legitimately yeah. is out of the blue, because I don't think it had a very good build-up, if I remember, because yeah. I remember watching it thinking, this isn't going to be much. I'm thinking, wow, what is that? Mm. that you know, um... And I think it just shows you how amazing Kurt Angle is, but also, let's face it, how amazing Chris Benoit was. And Chris Benoit never had the the personality, but no. he, he certainly, certainly had the technical ability. Wrestle. I yeah. mean, you know, you can't argue that. Absolutely brilliant, absolutely mm. brilliant match. Yeah. So then we go on to the next. Um, so, how many turnbuckles are we going for that? Well, it's got to be four turn, or well, a six sided ring, isn't it? Really, it's got to be mm. six sided. I think I'd have to agree. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then next not... up, we had. The Royal Rumble match the itself, Rumble with match. entrance coming in every 90, 90 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Now, d- just a, a side point of this, I did when, when I started watching this, I had a flashback, it was like, like a Apocalypse Now style flashback, mm. to Royal Rumble 97, where they were coming in every 60 seconds. Mm. That is definite a, a definite botched to Broadway event that we should be looking at I, in the future. I think, nine, yeah, definitely, I think 90 seconds is about right, I yeah. do. I, they just change it anyway. They just go, well, we need to run out there now and press a button. Yeah. I'm sure they do. So, yeah, the second clock comes out. So, um, um, I, I thought the key moments. Go on, now you start. Well, on. yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, um, <laughs> my first point was does everybody bleed uh, at this point? Because yeah. Michaels was bleeding, Shawn Michaels was bleeding within about a minute and a half. Mm. Um, and then the uh, the shock elimination of Shawn Michaels as well. That was sort of like a, yeah, a, a, a key I early said, point in the I match. said the story of the whole Royal Rumble was really HBK Jericho. Um, yeah. Now, if I remember correctly, that was because Shawn Michaels had returned at SummerSlam, which was his one match he was going to have. Then Vincent Mann said, oh, go on, you did really well. I have one more match. And then he had the match where he won the title. So then he had to have another match where he lost the title. Yeah. And the plan was... He didn't really want to do much more wrestling, so his initial thought was he'd have one more match at WrestleMania. And they said, well, we need to get a storyline. How do you feel about starting the Royal Rumble, having a couple of minutes? And then, you know, not re- he didn't really do much wrestling. Did he no, got no. battered a bit, didn't yep. he? Not physically, then, then really, he and he kicked out. So that was the reason behind that. And if you remember, between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania... He took on a prog protege as uh, Jeff Hardy at that point for a while, and yeah, um, yeah. he sort of managed Jeff Hardy for a couple of months. Uh, but at the time, Jeff Hardy was going down his druggy sort of route, and it was mm. well, didn't really work. And then I think he just gone. But yeah, um, T N A T N A. So I thought I thought that bit was good. Other than that, it wasn't a non-entertaining Royal Rumble, but it wasn't one that remembers in my head. You know the one shocking thing about this Royal Rumble? Yep, go. It had no shock entrances. Yes, there was that. Absolutely I mean, no entrances. I, yeah. I remember fondly the days when Pat Patterson booked the Royal Rumble, and when he retired from it, the the quality of the matches went downhill. I think they've started to pick up more recently. Mm. They've sort of weaved storylines in a bit better, but that's the whole purpose of the Rumble. Okay, so you get all these 30 guys well, developed coming in. a lot of WrestleMania stories. Yeah, yeah. So you, you've got the, the whole build to WrestleMania these mm. days as well, so that's part of the storyline. But... Back in the day, um, I mean, let's ignore the fact that, you know, like the 80s, early 90s, you always had uh, things like Hulk Hogan came in around like 21, 22. 26. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or a bit later, you know. Um, you, you know, you had the, the big face uh, wrestlers who were possibly going mm. to win the Rumble coming in at that late stage. Since then, obviously, they've mixed it up with Shawn Michaels and Austin and, you know, Vince McMahon that's coming in. One, but one they, they, in the what they've never done, what they've never done, and they, they, they always put it as, like, the story of each Royal Rumble, 
They have never had in 20 years, 29 years. Uh, 88 was the first yeah. one, so, so nearly 30 years. Nearly 30 years yeah. Yeah. They've never had a shock win, not in terms of someone you mm. completely wouldn't expect to win. You can almost yeah. predict it every single year. And, you know, would they have made, I know it wouldn't be a bit, bit odd, but like, would this year, let's say, would they have made AJ Styles win it? You know, that mm. would have been a shock. Yeah. Would yeah. they have made even Dolph Ziggler win it or Kevin Owens? Or that? It's what, but, what they need to do is what they did at WrestleMania with uh, Zack Ryder and just go, yep, out of nowhere. Mm. Like the you know, like an RKO out of nowhere. Oh, Zack Ryder's won the IC Championship. Yeah. Okay, so it's only a day. No, I wouldn't but... say yes to Zack Ryder winning the Royal Rumble. No, no, <laughs> no, no, that's a bad idea. No, so, no, no. Um, so I thought it was all right, Royal Rumble match. Yeah. So I didn't sit there bored. I quite mm. enjoyed it mainly because, like you said, Joe, when you you watched it, you couldn't remember who was winning. Um, <laughs> yeah. Halfway through, yeah, I clicked. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, now yeah. I remember. Uh, I'd say the biggest shock in it really was the quick elimination of the Undertaker at the end. Like it was just like, a, yeah. oh, over the top rope, gone. Well, th- um, that was interesting as well from a more recent context. If you look at it historically, you've got the whole Taker Brock Lesnar mm. face off recently. Yeah. But then if you go back to like 03 as well, you had it back then. And yeah, it's yeah. like, I'd completely forgotten about that. Well, they had a good, really good hand in the cell match. At, mm. um, I can't remember what it's called. They were like Vengeance or something like that. Like Champions or something in yeah. 03. Um, and it was, uh, that was a really good match. So overall then, how... Uh, well, I've, there's a couple, before we get go to on, the yeah, bit, yeah. there's a couple of points that I uh, picked out. So um, when Tommy Dreamer comes in with the kendo stick, yeah. uh, he hits Jericho in the face with it and Jericho clearly goes, again! <laughs> <laughs> and that's the point when he gets the big welt and the uh, the, the the injury to his face. So Tommy so Dreamer Tommy, really hits him. Yeah, he actually hit him. So he, he, he asked for it and, and he got thou, it. thou shalt receive. Yeah. Um, so that, that's... That, amused me just for the fact mm. that he quite clearly just went again hit me again yeah. um, the other one was uh, Chris Nowinski when he was in yes. uh, there was the double drop and kick and he stand outside for ages yeah yeah but, um, but yeah. later on there was the double drop kick Edge completely botched oh, that yeah, that was... and he just landed <laughs> on his face <laughs> but I mean fair play to Nowinski he got back up and he's still going oh not really paying much attention he's probably half out of it at that point but he got up and carried on until he was finally eliminated but um, one of the point was um, I don't know what's more annoying right um, John Cena's dominance in the uh, the the wilderness years when I wasn't really watching, yeah. or his rapping. Well, that is true. Yeah, I mean that was a bit, and that's I, what made I, him catch John. I know that I, was why people like John Cena. I, I I was halfway towards either muting it or switching it off when he came out and started rapping. I'm just like, oh, shut up, shut up, Jonathan. Just get, just get in the ring. St- oh, oh God, God, you should be turning against Jonathan. Now. I'm not saying that. Um, I'm against the C Nation. Well. As every great man should be. You just I wouldn't say and, I'm great. You just, just need to go and watch Toads or Bellas. Well, it's not on yet. So I can't say that without almost swearing. <laughs> <laughs> you, sir, are a total Bella. <laughs> total Bella. That could be our, our next rating for really, really Total Bella. Matches. There we go, then. Right, so we've got Total Bella. Right. That is like now it official. It is, in, it is in the list. So, so I, overall... Um, I thought it was a mixed bag, but I enjoyed most of it. I would say between Botch and Broadway, it was Broadway, but only just. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. It was it was oddly enjoyable, and I think that's why it was worth watching. It's just yeah. like you would look at that card and you'd think, really? 
Um, but what what you would you would pick if I told you to pick the best match on that card, you would go Kurt Angle, Chris Benoit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Tory Wells and the um, Dawn Marie <laughs> match was. Uh, got Eva Marie on the bench. I just want Tory Wilson to come back and just show <laughs> Eva Marie what a real diva is. Um, but well, it, that was quite funny. I thought just the the build up storyline. Yeah. Oh. When I I remember when we watched it when it was originally happening, it was just like, oh really, is this happening? But actually, looking back fifteen years later or ten years later, whatever it is, I remember thinking, well, the other week when I was watching, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually quite funny. Wouldn't want to watch it unfold for five six weeks. No, but actually, no. in two minutes, I quite enjoyed it. That'd be too much. Mm. Um. So yeah, overall, not bad. Yeah. Could have been better. But <laughs> it certainly could have been better. Um, okay, then, so let's uh, move on. So, do you want to do King of the Ring announcer part two? Yes, let's go for that then. So, uh, can, do you want to give a recap? I'll give a recap. Two. So, yeah. last week we introduced the King of the Ring um, announcer special. Um, no, we didn't. I'm saying the wrong thing. Reading the wrong sheet. Uh, the King of the Ring announcer. <laughs> How dare you? Um, and what we said was the following people had gone through. Okay. So, it was Tony Schiavone versus uh, Michael Cole, and we said, Michael Cole was the better commentator. Uh, Bobby Heenan versus Jerry Lawler. We said Bobby Heenan. Um, we then said Jesse Ventura versus Jim Cornette. And uh, Jesse Ventura uh, took that one. Roddy Piper versus JBL. Roddy Piper took that one. Mike Adamley versus Lord Alfred Hayes. <laughs> Lord Alfred Hayes took that one. That wasn't a fair one. I mean, no. Alfred Hayes goes through on nostalgia alone, I think. <laughs> And he's British. And yes. Apparently. Um, <laughs> Taz versus Randy Savage, and Taz took that one. Uh, Mr. Here comes the paint. versus uh, Ted DiBiase. Ted DiBiase took that one. So we've just got two more for round one, and then we'll look at, into round two. Okay. I can't think of any more commentators. Uh, Gorilla Monsoon or um, Paul Heyman? Oh. So you, you want. It's a toss up between either one of the greatest promo cutters. Of the the industry against the man who gave us stick a fork in him he's done, yeah, and the the double noggin knocker, yeah, air move all force, object, and the classic retort to Bobby Heenan, he Will is not, yeah. <laughs> you know, just take your pick. Um, oh, that is but tricky, that is, isn't it? Yeah, is tricky. but then all well, of these have been tricky. You've you've, yeah. you've uh, played a blinder on these. Um, oh. I think if I think of who. Who have I learned more from as a wrestling commentator? Now, I think Paul Heyman is an amazing mouthpiece, but as a commentator, if I think about it, I think Gorilla Monsoon taught me a lot of what I know about wrestling. Yeah. That doesn't make sense what I just said, them, but taught me a lot of it. You know, I knew <laughs> when I was six years old that the patella was the kneecap, and that is <laughs> this, due to yes. Gorilla Monsoon, WrestleMania yes. 6. Hulk Hogan might have <laughs> torn his patella or whatever. Yep. Uh, and a lot of things like that, you know. Um, it sort of stays with you, doesn't mm, it? Top, but it's yeah. your decision, you two. You I, I, I think I'd agree with that uh, that assessment, basically because it's like the, the whole um, gluteus maximus thing and, and you know, the patella and uh, all the, the sort of technical uh, descriptions of both the moves and... Body parts that Gorilla Monsoon threw into his comments show. I mean, he's actually quite informative. Well, you've got to remember the era he was in. He was in the eighties um, when you know 
Paul Heyman's more realistic to era if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Any, but he was in WWE in the 80s when it was Arkeem, the African Dream versus Coco Beware or something like that. And he still pulled it out and made it look like quite a realistic sounding mm. sport. Um, ridiculous sunglasses that he always used to oh, wear. Yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. he had like a glaucoma or something because it, it didn't <laughs> look like... Um, but... I always remember Gorilla Monsoon when he was at WrestleMania 15 and the boxing brawl for all that. Oh, and he, he looked, looked really dreadful. Ill. But yeah. I remember the crowd, and it, you look back, and it's quite a stirring applause he got mm. for that. Yeah. Um, but also a WWE um, temporary president, wasn't he? When, yes. Uh, oh, he yeah. was the president in the one. 90s, yeah. yeah um, until post Jack Tunney, wasn't it? Until what's his name did the big splash in Invader splashed him, and then, but anyway, that's not answering the question. What do you think, Jerry? Your thoughts? I think you're right. I mean, with Heyman, he's he he can talk for days and days. Rock, and you will listen. But his commentary style is more angry, shouty, bully, and it doesn't work that well. The only commentary I remember him doing is the invasion angle at, yeah, um, yeah and a lot of that time i found it it, it was i mean it was his job so it was, you've got to bear that in mind it was quite annoying like yeah. really like jr was clearly just annoying i don't think jr really liked him when they did mm. that um but he was supposed to be so he's doing his job well so i think you've got to think of it but i think i well it's your decision you've got to make this your gorilla monsoon i think uh yeah, but it's... based on commentary alone not so much promo because i can't really commentate on the that's it so I can't comment on, on that so mm. give me the choice Gorilla Monsoon okay and uh, last one for first round Vince McMahon versus Jonathan Coachman oh oh dude oh that's horrible <sighs> I, I I personally go with Coach just because I hate Vince McMahon's commentary yeah and only as you'll see here in the WWF <laughs> When you think it's oh my gosh, he's not going to do, insert the next thing he's going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coach. <laughs> I thought he'd go that way. So, so if we're on to round two then, so let's look at round two. Okay. Now bear in mind, Gorilla and coach have just had a difficult fight and they're yep. coming into round two. So round two. They're all hot and sweaty. So, um, <laughs> using our, uh, our, um, our tournament brackets, um, we've got... Um, Michael Cole versus Bobby the Brain Heenan. Bobby Heenan. Next question. <laughs> yeah, that didn't that didn't make it so tricky, did it? Um, yeah, there we go. Okay. Um, oh, Gorilla Monsoon. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up a bit here because if I just do these, these are gonna write this one. Let's go. Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Versus Rowdy Roddy Piper. Ooh. Um... <sighs> The Chico Machine against uh, the man who's actually Canadian, not Scottish. Um, Difficult. Yeah. I'll go... I think I know where I'd go. I'm not going to try and sway you. I'm going to sway you a bit. I'm not going to try and do it this time. I I would argue for Roddy Piper. Only because... I'm try- I can't think of how to justify it. I've just got this, well, you've got, you've got to justify this, it, this gut feeling that it should be Roddy Piper. Um, I I liked Ventura, but he was pretty one note in 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 this bracket between him and Roddy Piper. He was quite one note in in his approach, and it was always the same sort of stuff over and over. Uh, 
Dino Bravo uh, weightlifting situation aside, yeah, um, it was pretty much the same thing, you know. So always calling yeah. Tito Santana Chico and always shouting at that man to shut up. Yeah, shut yeah. up, my man. Uh, Hello. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that could be in his favour, but um, I'd, I'm gonna have to go for Roddy Piper just because I found him more entertaining. Oh, that's the two. that's that, that's him. Do you get Roddy Piper? Argument, yeah. I can't yeah. argue with that. See, I'd have actually gone Jesse Ventura, I think, uh, mainly because I cannot get over Roddy Piper's annoying commentary at SummerSlam 1990. Um, <laughs> I just can't ever look past it, even though I loved Roddy Piper. Well, I just yeah. put it this way, it could have been superstar Billy Graham on uh, commentary. That is the worst, <laughs> worst <laughs> colour commentary I've ever heard. Yeah. Okay, right. Taz. Yeah. Or the million dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Oh, uh, for commentary, I can't recall too much that DBRC did on, on commentary. So my only memory of DBRC's commentary, if I'm honest, is him at the end of rest, at the end of Royal Rumble um, 1994. You know, the one where Undertaker died and went yeah, up yeah. into heaven and all that. Yeah. Um, and he, his eyes on the the big Titan trunk yeah. going dong. Um, yeah. in, in the massive coffin. The only thing I can remember is at the end of that event after Lex Luger and Bret Hart had drawn the Royal Rumble oh, um, <laughs> in Lex in his big American pants um, and uh, President Jack Dunney came out was Million Dollar Man um, sort of signs off or just last thing he was in turn to say to his man tell you what my man I've got a lot of money <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's all I can remember um, nice um Given a choice, then based yeah. on memory, I'm going to have to go for Taz. Yeah, I, yeah, because Taz has just done more. Yeah, I just there wasn't much Ted DiBiase. See what I say? Okay, um, we're going to give um, um, Gorilla Monsoon a buy into the next round because we're on an equal number and he's just better than all of them. Oh, it? so you've, um, a, you've actually miscalculated the yeah. uh, the brackets. So right? Lord Alfred Hage, the Hage, Hage, Lord Hage. Alfred Hage versus Jonathan Coachman. Oh, oh dude, this is, I'm going to keep saying this every single oh, round. Every time you put this, out. dude, no. Well, yeah, what era did I call grow up in? Karen, no. Uh, <laughs> who do I dislike least? Lord Alfred Hayes. What do you say? Well, if we're going to go with the, uh, because he's British, supposedly. If we're going to go with that, of who do we dislike least? Then yeah, you have to go with Lord Alfred Hayes. Not not the man who now commentates professionally on ESPN. No. But, no, no. <laughs> Again, the, Alfred Hayes wins that one on nostalgia alone. Okay, so going into round three for next time we do this, uh, we'll be having a battle, not necessarily between these exact people, but the following people are still in um, for the best commentator other than JR in history, mm. um, and that is Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, Roddy Piper, Lord Alfred Hayes, or Taz. I think so, I know who's going to win that. What? Based on that bracket as well, just look at the, the era that they, they all come from as well. Apart from Taz, he's the only sort of modern... Modern era? He's yeah. the only one left in the modern era? Yeah. yeah. What happened to JR? Did we get rid of JR? We said other than JR because... Oh, because yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, the one yes, person. sorry, I can't I remember. literally said that a sentence ago just to yeah. go to your... Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying too much attention to the, the quality of the audio on the other recording. Joey, I don't need to see her. I don't care. Look. Oh, what is she you doing with that reptile? It. Put it away. <laughs> right. Oh, Good right. for Main event jobber. Main event jobber. Oh, WrestleMania 27. So you oh. made me watch. 
right. the entire so four hours. That of was this. your punishment yeah. for making us yeah. watch Bunkhouse Stampede '88 yeah. when it wasn't even the actual event. I know that you wanted us to watch. Yeah. So, I've done my penance, and do you, do you want to know my thoughts of WrestleMania 27? Well, oh, you I go need through? to talk us through from start to finish. Yes, that's so. Uh, going through my notes again for the entire show. So, uh, The Rock hosted WrestleMania 27. What oh. was the point? What year was the, the Rock? What year was WrestleMania 27? Uh, Eleven. Right. Well, The Rock hadn't been in the WWE for a long, long time at that point. Um, but still, it didn't have. Any sort of link or anything, you know, even the backstage well, segment. What was want, the point? All people wanted to see was Rock and Cena at that point, weren't they? And, yeah, that's they, all, and they had to wait. They had to wait. <laughs> well, he came back in January to announce he was coming back, so they had to wait 14, 15 months for it. Um, was it worth the wait? Probably not. No. Um, so, so, yeah, the, so the show opened with the World Heavyweight Championship match. The winner of the Rumble that year, Alberto Del Rio, oh, yeah. against oh. Edge. No, um, which that, I, I thought was a solid match, but as the curtain opener. Yeah. Well, they do that. They started doing that a few times when they had the two titles, um, one towards because if you haven't right back to back at the end, <clears> people lose interest in one of the titles. Well, yeah, but I mean, you could just as easily have. I mean, the the WWE title gets prominence. I understand yeah. that. You know that it's just they relegate the the, the world heavyweight championship because it's not their belt mm. technically. But they could so, do it mid show or something. Yeah, like. so put it in the middle of the show. Don't open the show with it. Do something <sighs> that gets the energy up and get people. You know, like, like the ladder at matches. That point, you've got to remember as well. Huh? This did end up being Edge's last ever match as well. Yeah, mm. yeah, because he he gone into that with a really bad neck, and it was the day after they checked out and realised what was wrong with. Him. At that point, going into that match was Edge or was Alberto the face? Um, or... Edge, because he came out with Christian Edge, yes. and uh, they bashed up the uh, the car. Yeah, yeah. Um, of course. What did you thought of that match? I quite liked it. I mean, because uh, at that point, I think Alberto Del Rio was quite a hot commodity at that mm. point. I, I completely believe Alberto Del Rio's whole career collapse is one key change. Brodus Clay. Told you this before. Not, no, no, no. <laughs> um, the fact that he changed his uh, shorts from white to gold, and it makes him look like I don't know what it is. It just makes him look a bit too tanned. Now he has gold <laughs> shorts. I don't know. It's, uh, and he's. It's like I don't like looking at him. And I know that sounds a bit. It's like. It's slightly Something irrational, really but... like back of my mind is just like I can't watch any of your matches, mm. and it was literally the day. That... <laughs> You're telling me before you enjoyed watching him. Well, at one point, I think we might have been quite pleased he won the Royal Rumble. I can't remember, but mm. I, I I seem to be quite a bit. Confused. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio is a is a trained MMA MMA fighter. M and Day. Mass and. Acceleration, huh? <laughs> yeah. mass and acceleration. Right? He's trained in mass and acceleration. Right? Yeah, it's a physics fight. Yeah, and Brodus Clay, whatever happened to him? And then I went, all oh, right, well, he TNA. Went to TNA. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, so, oh, no, actually, he went off injured, and then he came back and began the fungus. You probably don't know about the fungusaurus yet, do you? No, I'm I'm aware Wonderful. of this. I'm aware of wonderful, this. But... Wonderful gimmick. It was brilliant the first time he did it. I couldn't stop <laughs> laughing. Second time, however, I was a bit like... Mm, third time, which was the third time, I fast-forwarded it. <laughs> so uh, the next match on the, the 27 card was Cody Rhodes-Rey Mysterio. I thought that was enjoyable enough to 
solid performers. Was Cody um, Rhodes in his mask? He yeah, he was doing the uh, the whole um, face, yes. Nose. Don't look at me. I've got my hoodie yeah. up. You can't look at my face. You can't see me. Um, it's actually more entertaining than the main event. Do you we'll not feel that. Cody Rhodes by now should have been something more than he's been? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I, I just, think he's the the victim of bad booking. Well, I think it's that, and also they did they did a storyline for a while about two years ago where it was like when Goldust came back and stuff like that, and they said it was like the McMahon's like it's always holding down the Rhodes family. Mm. Ugh, is it? I don't know because I just felt like Cody Rhodes has so much more to offer, and. Now he's stardust. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, th- that match was quite enjoyable just for the fact that I've not seen Cody Rhodes wrestle as Cody Rhodes. Oh, uh, right. I, I missed okay. that yeah. entire run. So I've seen him as stardust, but mm. not as Cody Rhodes. So that, that was interesting. Wasn't quite sure where the story was going, but that, the whole. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, that, that was, it was an all right match, I thought. Uh, next, I mean, uh, I will be repeating some notes throughout yeah, yeah. the rest of these matches, so just bear with me on this bit. So, Big Show, Kane, Santino Morella, and Kofi Kingston against The Core. Oh. Wade Barrett, Ezekiel Jackson, Heath Slater, and Justin Gabriel. Now, my note for this match, waste of everybody's time, naff off. Well, it reminds me a bit like the match at WrestleMania 8 when there was an eight-tag team match, and I think it was something like uh, Silent Slaughter... Um, so it was Sergeant Slaughter. Um, who was his tag? Um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Oh. Um, oh. The, uh, I think it was the Natural Disasters versus like uh, the Beverly Brothers and something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was oh, why? horrendous. Was, couldn't they think well, of a better card than that? You well, know this I mean? is the thing, you know. You've got WrestleMania is supposed to be, you know, like the Can't showcase of the. Well, put that on it. It's yeah. the showcase of the Immortals. That eight-person tag match is a really waste of time. Smackdown it's match. a minute. The match was a minute and forty-five seconds long. Wow, I bet that was boring. I, I don't even remember that. What? Why? Why even put it on the card? It's like this year's WrestleMania with um. Oh, who was it? The uh, there was that squash match. That was just randomly thrown in the card as I well. Can't. Oh, the Rock and uh... no, not not that match. There was the there was the tag match. It doesn't matter anyway. I can't even remember. Yeah. Oh, the the Wade Barrett match again, wasn't it? it was, yeah. Um... There we go. Yeah. So that that was over and done in two seconds. Uh, Randy Orton versus CM Punk, which I thought was very good. It, they told uh, a nice story and it had a nice build, and uh, out of nowhere. RKO and uh, finish, but they they told a really good story. I thought so. That that was one of the highlights of of the show for me. Yeah. Um. Then it goes downhill. Um. Michael Cole versus Jerry the King Lawler. I mean, waste of everybody's time. Naff off. Right. Waste of everybody's time. Um. But not only that was it was like a six month storyline because that wasn't their last match. No. No. Um. So and what happened was this all this all in start, about ten years' time, if the network's still around and I'm still watching through, I might get around yeah, to watching that. You, you, no, you wish you hadn't. What no. happened was Jerry Lawler apparently said to Vincent Mann, "I've never had a WrestleMania match," and Vincent Mann said, "Oh, why well, give him this story? We'll have to do that." So rather than giving Jerry Lawler versus some up and coming wrestler who Jerry Lawler could have like been either beat or yeah. beaten by or something, giving him the positive rub. Positive rub. Yeah. Um, that sounds wrong. They decided to ruin the commentary, which I don't think he's ever properly recovered. And I remember when it happened, it was something like when Bret Hart had returned the year or so earlier, Michael Cole went, quite rightly, why is Bret Hart the US champion? Uh, because he became the US champion for like a Raw. Yeah. And I thought, that's a weird comment. Like, he's wasting everyone's time. And then the next Raw, he put a couple of negative comments in. 
And then it just got like it just got Michael Cole that had to make sure he was a proper heel, so everything he was saying was yeah. awful. Enhanced by the anonymous raw general manager. Oh, oh god, god. That, was, um, that I was bashing my head metaphorically yeah. against the wall at that point. I was but, just, what? Why? It just then Jerry Lawler. I remember the Miss became champ, and Jerry Lawler was given uh, a couple of title matches in this, which was actually yeah. quite decent. If I remember, the ladder match, the one ladder match from Raw, and Michael got involved. They went down this horrendous storyline, which I'm presuming it was put in the video package, where uh, Brian Christopher came out looking mm-hmm. like a drugged up like like <laughs> oh, white dear, boy, yeah. um, oh, and said, "You didn't even call me." Son on screen and stuff. I'm sure well, that's not his fault. Um, <laughs> well, do you remember the WWF Attitude video game where uh, Brian Christopher was in that, and one of his lines of dialogue in the game was, "I'm not Jerry's kid." Yeah, yeah, you know. So, um, and um, then they had the match, and I mean, the only thing, the only saving grace I thought for that match was like the shark cage bit at the start, where it was a good, an original yeah. like idea. Let's hide him in a cage, you know. Um, but I mean, it was just dreadful. And why, why waste Steve Austin? Well, yeah, that's it. I mean, <laughs> get him on the card by all means, but don't put him in. But he the... could have done any. He could yeah. have just come out and said, this is rubbish and stunned him. I mean, the, um, the the only highlight of that was Booker T doing the spinner Rooney and then getting a stunner. Yeah. That, that that was pretty much the, the only thing. Uh, and if that's a highlight, you know yeah. what I mean? I would go um, as far as to say, as that's total Bella. Yeah, it's total, <laughs> total Bella. I mean, the the whole heel Michael Cole storyline. I just thought, what is the point? Well, he then went, and and the 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 box as well. Initially, maybe a good idea, but again, sorry. Apart from the 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 spinnerini, there was one other highlight in, in actually in the match, yeah. and that's when no. Uh, well, yeah, the fact it finished, <laughs> but Lawler grabs Michael Cole through the uh, the perspex and pulls him, and Michael Cole's face, face is against yeah. The, yeah. the plastic. Apart from that. <laughs> No redeeming qualities Absolutely whatsoever. Absolutely dreadful. Match. Yeah, total Bella. Uh, so after that, there was the Undertaker Triple H, which I didn't feel was as good as history has sort of made it out to be. No, I but mean, I, I think to be honest, in hindsight, that wasn't I, the I think I, one was it? it was the no, one it's the, the board, yeah. no, it's mm-hmm. But I think I'd been so numbed by the previous sort of two and a half hours of WrestleMania yeah. at that point I, that uh, that it sort of lacked any. Sort I of think that match point. always those Triple H matches. I don't think I was really excited about it at the time because I remember they, they advertised it as like almost like the first time they'd ever met. They, they failed to no, mention they that they had a far, far superior match in mm. WrestleMania 17, mainly because they were both 10 years younger. Yes. Um, well, this this is the thing that, that interested me as well, that uh, I think Taker did his uh, flying over the, the rope, so, you know, bounce off yeah. over the top rope, uh, landing on the Triple H sort of move. But... It just goes to show that in the space of five years, he can't do that anymore. You know, yeah, he's yeah. he's very much a grounded uh, uh, wrestler these days compared to what he was just you know five mm. years ago. And it's it's interesting to see him adapt his style based on that. But you can clearly tell more recently he's slowing down. He's yeah. slowing down a lot. Um, yeah, I think the better match, although it doesn't, I don't rate it massively, is the one they did the year after the Hell in the Cell with Shawn Michaels as the referee. But actually, to me. The end of an era match in WrestleMania 28. It wasn't the end of an era because Triple H and uh, Undertaker are still wrestling. Mm. They're still heading the cells, and Shawn Michaels occasionally shows up as a guest referee. Yeah. Um, so it was mm. nothing to do. And actually, that match, the person that ruined that whole matchup for me was Shawn Michaels. Why? <laughs> 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 
and that's unlike me to say because I was a very big Shawn Michaels fan. Um, uh, I can't really remember that Triple H Undertaker match, which whereas I can it, it vividly might... remember Undertaker Shawn Michaels at mm. WrestleMania the year before. Yeah, I mean Undertaker Triple H. It was half an hour. It was um, a lot of it was very similar to Triple H Roman Reigns at this year's WrestleMania. Mm. It was very sort of plodding for the most part, and there wasn't a huge amount of big spots. It was like yeah, better than uh, Undertaker Mark Henry though. Probably. Oh yeah, Sorry, yeah. No, that's, that's that's not even in question. Yeah. That's mm. not even a difficult uh, thing. Uh, so the next match, which has got another one of my oh, uh, my witty put downs, John Morrison, Trish Stratus, and oh. Nicole Polizzi versus Lay Cool and oh, Dolph Ziggler yeah. with Vicky Guerrero. Waste of everybody's time, naff off, and also Snooky Mania, naff off. Yeah, absolutely naff off. Fair point. Because that was the whole problem. Because that was supposed to be uh, John Morrison and Melina, I believe. Yeah, and he, um, he threw and a hissy fit. He threw a hissy fit because she got dragged off and Snooki got put in. Mm. Because apparently she's a celebrity. I, oh. I've no idea who she is. Oh. I'd imagine she's a less no successful idea. Kardashian. I don't know. So, uh, um, in that region. Snooki mania running wild. Yeah. Um, or and basically, it was absolutely dreadful. It was a bit of a joke. What I remember, I just sort of watched it. I saw John Morrison sort of trying to like celebrate at the end. I thought, yeah, I bet you're really annoyed because this basically leads to the demise of your career, and then yep. you're gone. Um, so just, I mean, what I know from my experience again, WrestleMania, it would have been a useful toilet match. Um, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> awful. I mean, I mean, who was the male athlete in it against them? Uh, John Morrison. Dolph Ziggler. Why didn't you just have John Morrison versus Dolph Ziggler? That would have been a That's far it. superior match. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a really good match. Instead, they put someone called Snooky in it. Yeah. Snooky, mate. She'll probably be in the Hall of Fame next year. Don't say uh, horrible things like that. I'll punch him in the throat. <laughs> he might do it anyway. You never know. I know. Um, and then we get to the, the whole purpose of, of this oh. uh, main event job. Ah, uh, yes. Um, this is where so, we join so, the fray. Yeah, so my punishment is now complete because I've watched this WrestleMania <laughs> all the way through in its entirety. Four, uh, four hours. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so the Miz think? against yeah. John Cena in the main event. What yes. do you think of the build-up? Uh, I thought the build-up was quite good. I thought the Miz's little video bit was good. The video uh, packages were excellent. Cool. Yeah, well, the video package. That's what I meant, not the build-up, yeah. so the video package. I'm saying the video package was good. Uh, the Miz uh, watching his career unfold, yeah. that was quite cool. That was interesting, but the actual content of the video package and the, the subsequent match and <laughs> pretty much everything related to it, including The Rock turning up, uh, no. It was a Total match. Bella. Correct. It was a match that went nowhere and then got yeah. worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, the, the thing is, you've got it's the WrestleMania main event, so you finish it with a double countout. Yeah. I mean, you, sorry, no. quote unquote, finish it with a double countout. Then The Rock comes in and goes, actually, no, we're not going to finish it this way. I don't care what the Raw general manager says. We're yeah. going to restart. The and match. that takes painfully long as he looks at a computer and then he's just like, he should have just walked over to it, smashed it on the floor, and just go on with it. You know? Yep. So. No, I've been told I've got to make WrestleMania stand there another 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> it's not been electrifying enough. Raw general manager. Manager. It doesn't matter what the... Yeah, it, oh, it's terrible. It seemed to me that the whole purpose of this main event match was to set up the following yeah. WrestleMania, which well, don't set, do it the night after. Do it on Raw. The night after, which is or, what they actually did. Or but... do the same match, which is fine. I mean, God knows why they came yeah. up with that match anyway. I suppose it's because they thought the Miz won't be bothered. He's overshadowed. At least he's got the main event match. Mm. 
why not do Cena and the Miz wrestling, referee gets knocked down, oh no, John Cena's winning, oh, like, but there's no ref, oh my god, the Rock runs out and arrests her, yep. Rock bottom Cena, oh my god, he's done that, I can't believe it, crowd going nuts, one, two, three, instead, restart the match, oh, I'm going to just stand there, Rock bottom Cena, what? Yep. What? It's it's like watching a late nineties WCW like paper. WCW Fatal Four where Randy Savage is the guest referee. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. It's exactly like Spring Stampede ninety nine. The main event for that. It's like we've got a finish, but we don't know how we're going to build to it. So, so we're awkwardly. <laughs> <laughs> so let, let's just put DDP in one corner. Let's put The Rock in another. Macho Man Randy Savage in another, and John Cena in the <laughs> final corner, and then just go. Go for it. Uh, yeah. It was like an uh, an amalgamation of those two. All of them yeah. like, oh god, like the, the Jake and the Smith yeah. Roberts match. <laughs> Let uh, let's not do that. So it was it was yeah. just just awful. You just think, like Mrs. Mrs. Probably best characteristic to his career now is like, I defended my WrestleMania at the title of WrestleMania. Yeah, in the worst main event <laughs> possibly in WrestleMania yeah. history. Oh. He won't mention that though. Though it was the worst WrestleMania. Well, of course he wouldn't. You know, you it's it. terrible. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah, that's a good gimmick. <laughs> I was in the worst WrestleMania ever, man. <laughs> well, I mean, say something about his career since then as to where it is. Yeah, that yeah. you know, I I can't help but think it's something to do with that that, match. that yeah. WrestleMania. Well, but... he, he weren't the champion for long after the Dominic, no, so he dropped no. it the next pay per view. Probably right. to John Cena, wasn't it? Indeed, it was. Yeah. Not Go figure. Right, uh, we're almost out of time, so I will put the so, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. No, we'll do that next time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. We'll, we'll do that next time. I want to know what your overall second. view of WrestleMania was. Yeah. WrestleMania 27. Um, I mean, we know that the main event was uh, Bella, Total Bella. Total Bella. <laughs> so the, clean. the main event was Total Bella. So I think the event overall is, bearing in mind the, the Edge-Alberto Del Rio match, the Orton uh, CM Punk match and to an extent Undertaker Triple H it gets a two turnbuckles right, let's, let's calibrate this slightly better or worse yeah. than Wrestlemania 11 Ooh, that's... oh that's uh, Bam Bam Bigelow yeah. and uh, Lawrence Taylor wasn't it um, oh that's god that's a harsh one um, I would say 27 edges it yeah and not because of Edge, but it's eleven was in a dark period for the film. It was industry. a very dark period. For um, and literally, I mean, they had lights on. <laughs> no, yeah, it was. Remember, the Undertaker took on King Kong Bundy then. Yeah, yeah. so um, I think the quality of the performers at WrestleMania twenty seven was higher, but I don't think the the storytelling and the the match structure they decided on, I don't think that really did them any favors. Whereas WrestleMania eleven was just awful. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I think twenty seven gets it. I mean, WrestleMania eleven will probably get a one turnbuckle rating from from me. I need to go back and rewatch it. I think. Oh my no, 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 Probably not, but you know, it. Yeah, two turnbuckles for me for WrestleMania twenty seven, and a total Bella for the the main event. Yeah, that really was a um, a main event jobber. It really, in, in really. every sense. <laughs> it really was, wasn't it? Um, I just can't. I mean, that probably also explains. Hey, oh, what are we doing? Oh, here and we go. 
There we go. There we go. We're done. It probably just also explains why um, A-Roy is still trying to get a career now on uh, NXT because um, and totally changed his appearance and everything because mm. it didn't do him any favours walking down that aisle. No, with, with a briefcase for no apparent reason yeah. as well. It wasn't even like a money in the bank. No, it was just, just like a briefcase. Yeah, briefcase. Hey ho, right, so we're at the end of the show, um, so I'll, I'll wrap up, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I won't talk about what's in next week's episode, we'll, we'll cover that when we get there, but there will be the Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, best matches, so you've been well, saved. You, you, say, you say that, but it's... So you've got another week <laughs> to go yeah. find them. Yeah. Oh. Uh, um, so um, if you enjoy the show, then leave us a review on iTunes or uh, anywhere else where podcasts are available. You can find us on... Uh, iTunes obviously uh, through Stitcher I think we're on Deezer I need to double check Stitcher and Deezer are well Deezer own Stitcher so we should be on both uh, Mixcloud uh, we're on the randomstoke.com website and anywhere else where you can pick up podcasts I mean I use Pocket Casts and uh, we're on there so I'm, I'm subscribed to our own oh, we're thing. everywhere yeah we are everywhere. everywhere so wherever podcasts are available you should be able to find us Sounds so, good. So there we are. But if they're listening <clears> to <throat> this, they already have. Yeah, so there we are. Um, tell your friends and uh, you know, drop us an email because we would like to hear from you. If you would like to get in touch, you can contact us on social media. So Twitter, at Huge Greenberger, or at Random Stoat, because we've got two, because we like that. And you can also drop us an email to randomstoat at gmail.com. Is there anything you guys would like to plug or to add at this stage before um, we say goodbye? I think just say... Uh... I'm Fallen Angel. And I'm Old Man Joey. Oh, in that case, then, I'm the Real Deal Simon Pryor. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah, and I'm the Metal Man. And Hulk Hogan, you should have invited me to your party. You know, it brought us beefcake, you too. I'm going to come get you. Damn it. <sighs>